0: Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl and hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz here. Happy July! This July, for the first time in Over four years, I have decided to take a little break so I can rest and recharge my juices. But don't you fret, because I'm bringing you what I call the In Your Mouth Summer Throwback Series, where I am replaying some of my most favorite episodes of the past four and a half years. So, if you're new around here, enjoy. And if you're a long-time listener, perhaps this is one that you may have missed. Oh, and before I forget, your girl Munoz is up for a People's Choice Podcast Award, but I need your help. Go nominate me at www.podcastawards.com. Again, that's www.podcastawards.com. And you sign in and you can nominate me under the People's Choice category and the LGBTQ category. How exciting! But I can't win without your help. As always, Thank you for your love and support. Stay safe, and I'll see you all in August, babies. And now on to the In Yo Mouth Summer Throwback Series. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. Hello, hello, hello. I am your Zarela Martinez, hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Your Mouth! Oh.
1: In Your Mouth.
0: I'm the queen of food who's always Finish in the mood. To lick it right, lick it good, show oh, you how to... Oh hug. god, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In your <laughs> <That> goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there and welcome back, folks. Once again, I'm your hostess with the Moses Munoz. And how y'all doing this week? We are in July. Can you believe that we are in July already? Pride is over. I am still in recovery. And that bitch, uh, my, my air conditioner I'm talking about, that who I now have named Ursula because she loves to steal my voice has done it once again. And it just loves to ruin my life. And, you know, yes, the filter is clean. No, it's not. The air conditioner is brand new. It happens every summer. But it just sucks sometimes. I, I reached 40 or like my late 30s, and this just started to happen every summer. And there isn't a good solution. But if you have a good solution out there that isn't throat coat tea, lemon, and honey, let me know. Or Vicks Vapor Rub, because we know how all the Latinos out there love some Vicks Vapor Rub. I put it on everything every night. And yeah, that's it. Really quick, because we have a lot to get through today, and I am going to fly through some things. I need to reignite the gossip grill. And if you are new around here, thank you to Apple Podcasts and Spotify for putting me on your Pride playlist this year. Welcome. But back in the day, I used to do something called the gossip grill, where I would talk about what celebrities were eating or not eating. And y'all, I just need to turn the Gossip grill back on for two seconds. Because I don't know if you know, but Food celebrities, Sal Di Benedetto, the Grubfather himself, and Elliot Norris, you know, famous on Instagram for rubbing his tummy and making all these videos, were spotted together at Margaritaville in Cancun. Now, you know what, the Wendy Williams of it all, I think these two are having a secret love affair in the background and decided, you know what, let's combine our following, get a free trip to Margaritaville, and get it in at the same time. And then the funniest thing ever is that some food company, after he got back, sent him some STI test. Oh, no, it was Four loco. sent him. How shady is that? <laughs> <laughs> so that's your Food Liberty Food Gossip today from the Gossip Grill I am not mad about it I'm just mad I wasn't invited And so what else do I got for you today? Nothing, but you know what I do have for you today? I am really excited for yet another Gay Liberty Another, another as we say, Celesbian in the food world Yes, I am so excited to have her here. <laughs> I told you it was a good time. Well, y'all, please help me welcome the one, the only, Maria Mazon. Hello. Hola,
1: hola. Buenos dias, buenas tardes, buenas noches.
0: (laughs) Yes. Hola, familia. How are you?
1: Good. Good, good. Very uh, honored to be here talking to you.
0: No, I'm very honored to have you here. I mean just just so you know because we don't know each other in your mouth listeners that you know i always talk about finding lgbtq people in food because obviously this is what this podcast is about. Sometimes it's a little hard and I, I mean I guess I've reached next level because they are just like walking through the door and I couldn't be more excited to have Maria here. She has done so much and I can't wait to let you know all about it but Maria in the grand tradition of in your mouth before we get anywhere I need to wish you happy National Strawberry Sunday Day
1: <laughs> there is a day for everything. I love it. I
0: love it. Why? Do, why do you think there's a day for everything?
1: I don't know. It just. I mean, we need to cover our basics, so we don't. Want I anything. get it.
0: Well, you're in that. luck because today is a double day. It's also National Macaroni Day.
1: Wow! My son is gonna be happy. Yeah. Twelve-year-old now. He's eating like he hates me. Because he eats like, oh, my lanta, that kid can eat.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? Well, that's, I, I guess that's a testament to you, right, and your, and your partner, your wife, that, um, you know, you fed him well because there's a lot of picky kids out there. You know.
1: Yeah, my son so far, knock on wood, he is a good eater. Um, my pride and joy is that he orders his steak medium rare. And he loves um, sashimi and nigiri. When we go out, wow! So wow. that, and uh, he eats salads. Um, sometimes he can be picky for certain things, but so far, it's so good.
0: That's the chef of it all. That's like the chef blessing of it all for sure. Are you are you a big ice cream gal, a big su- uh, a big Sunday gal, and why why strawberry Sunday day as opposed to just Jeez. Sunday day? Yeah.
1: Um, I'm, I'm good on the ice. I love ice cream. I love a good ice cream. Strawberry, very seldom. My cup of tea is mint chocolate chip.
0: Yes, delicious.
1: So, yeah, I try to keep the ice cream uh, intake to a minimum. You know, you get 40 and you don't want the double chin and all that stuff. But, um, I have, uh, mochi. Rene's into mochi lately. So I have mochi in my freezer, but it, it it can be vanilla and ice cream, and that's right. our our intake of of uh, ice cream food.
0: Pero qué fancy mochi, right?
1: <laughs> you know, Elevated.
0: <laughs> always, 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 always. Well, I think Maria and I are here for these National Days today. So, you know what? No matter what you're celebrating out there, happy, happy, happy National Sunday Day to you or happy National Macaroni Day, right? Because it's it's a free-for-all, it seems. And moving right along, Maria, into this day in gay history, did you know that in 1987, Arizona gay activist Ed Buck begins a recall effort? To have Arizona Governor Evan Mecham, known for his fiercely anti gay rhetoric, ousted from office. Though Mecham publicly attacks the campaign as the work of the homosexual lobby, it turns out to have huge support among Arizona voters. Look at that. In Arizona, specific, this day in gay history, it was meant to be that you're here.
1: My land, you are doing your homework. See, yeah you learn something new every day. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. See, I didn't know air in Arizona is very, uh, conservative. Um, and, the but Tucson, I love Tucson. Tucson is my, I mean, it's my town, my city, my jam. Um, but it's, it had to start somewhere. Right.
0: Right. Yes. And listen, on the heels of pride. And I always say that our history, you know, our written history is very, very short and it's but yet very expansive at the same time. And so this is why I want to do this to keep the history alive. And it's up
1: to us now to continue the good history because people that, you know, uh, our ancestors as, you know, gay people that couldn't not even walk holding hands to the one you love or, you know, had to. Keep a taboo that you know was his friend or his cousin, so they can live together. And it's up to us now to continue the good, the good work that they that they did, um, and you know keep ed- educating people and just respect one another. I don't, it baffles me. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, it, 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 the same, the same, and it's true. Listen, you just you just dropped the forty bomb. I I just turned forty. We are soon and fast becoming the elders. Yes, and so I love we it. Oh, I am here for it too, because look <laughs> at us. Have you I see the skin and you're looking at mine, girl.
1: You're gonna have no blood, darling.
0: That's it. That's it. And speaking of, I want to get right to the getting on and celebrate you because you have so much going on and i you know what i did like a total deep dive and i am truly obsessed in your mouth listeners you probably already do know but maria maison is the chef and owner of boca tacos e tequila in tucson arizona born in tucson but raised in sonora mexico maria's cuisine is inspired by both sides of her borderland home Using the unique flavors and ingredients of the Sonoran Desert, Maria's experimental take on the classic Sonoran Mexican fare has earned her local and national accolades, uh, including the New York Times. In 2020, Maria became a James Beard Awards semifinalist for Best Chef in the Southwest Region and made it to the top five contestants of Top Chef Portland. Woo! when not at the restaurant maria loves cooking with her wife lily and their 12 year old son
1: my poppy my poppy my teenager
0: well, <laughs> maria it's only a matter of seconds till that uh, till that puberty angst hits and it's slamming doors and i hate yous
1: no no me digas he's shaving already um he is the other day, I know this is not related to food, but Mijito, did you put deodorant? Yeah, I did yesterday. And I'm like, no, dude, it's like an everyday thing. And he's like, <laughs> his face is like, oh? And I'm like, Mijito, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> paciencia,
0: Maria Jose. Paciencia. Paciencia y fe. But, like, let's start with, like, what are you eating these days? Summer is here. What? What's, like, the go-to thing? I see you drinking something fab out of a cup. Well, it's uh, gone now. I see green celery. residue.
1: Actually, celery juice, uh, people think it's a thing. I 10 in the morning, I wake up. Uh, I tent, not 10. I wake up at 5.30, cup of coffee, two, um... Take the dogs for a walk, and then my wife is long gone. And then I do a celery juice, and then I eat lunch. I am a, and you don't, you cannot see it, but I love salad, something fresh. Tucson is 110, so just a nice salad, quinoa. Um, we're great. We we grill here at home a lot. Uh, I hate a dirty stove, and I tend to go outside and grill and make the mess outside. Just out of mind, out of sight. Yeah. And, and that's what we do it. Just a nice salad, uh, a protein, and a grain, of brown rice, and that's it.
0: Yeah, I love that. I used to be a huge celery juice queen till. Um, <laughs> a friend to the podcast uh Dr. Zagragan right she's holistic she's like homeopathic she goes you live, michael you live in 120 square feet and you're doing you're making a whole lot of mess in your tiny tiny kitchen uh and there's you could do this in like high end uh pill form supplements Oh, cool and so uh, but i used to do fresh uh celery and turmeric in one
1: yeah the turmeric i don't it's just celery and lime or lemon um yeah. i like the flavor It kind of keeps the belly full. It, you know, tricks the belly that you're not hungry in the morning. Yeah,
0: and and it's good for the skin. It's really, really good for the skin. Hello. Dios
1: (laughs) mío. I have have an older sister. And uh, she's like, mijita, ¿qué pasó? Le digo, it's Botox time. And I'm like, no, 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 espérate, tranquila, le digo. Ah, yeah, yeah. She calls me. You need to do this. You need to do that. She's my... um, Beauty
0: guru, I refuse. You need to listen. You need the serums and the potions, leave the Botox for later. I'm looking at you right now, that's what and that's
1: wonder.
0: yeah, no Botox. Listen, uh, people over the last couple of weeks have been like, Oh my god, your skin's so great. Are you getting Botox? and I'm so mad about it. <laughs>
1: Whatever.
0: (laughs) No way. Absolutely not. In your mouth, listeners, obviously, we have to talk a little bit about the Top Chef because we're on the heels of it, right? Maria has had a major and lasting impression on the show, a little telenovela style, like, kind of moment as well, right? But what I really, really love, right, and we don't often see it, especially on a national platform, are not only, you know people of color or uh, like black and latino uh color represented in like really really fabulous lights in the food world but also queer people of color right and so you as a lesbian woman just shining so bright and doing so well and winning restaurant wars but then coming together with your latino community on the show what was that like
1: you know what? Uh, uh, it was funny that you touched the subject. I was talking to my sister yesterday y me dice, hermana, sister, you actually click like you feel a lot of boxes. You have no idea what it is to be you now. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm just me. I would like to cook. And yeah, I happen to be gay and, and Mexican and Catholic, whatever. It's like, mijita, you you are like living through a lot of people and, and you need to... to to soak it all in and then she made me think um yeah I never expected this blessing that is yeah of course Top Chef that gave me a voice but after Top Chef how many people how many uh, Mexican people's like thank you for representing our culture you know you're amazing and yeah you're gay cool you know the and, and it's funny because even Lesbians have a stereotype. There's a stereotype for everything, and then they see this little, you know, loud, chubby Mexican lady with a wife and a son. Like, you know, let's go to soccer. Let's go to this. Like, normalized it, and I'm like, wow. You don't. I, I personally wasn't aware of the the, the phenomenon that, that all of this is is happening around me, and I'm just blessed. I just want yeah. to. Justice to our culture, justice to our, our, our life, our gender, our, our, Lily and I live with pride a hundred percent. We are proud moms. We are proud wives. We are proud chefs, firefighters, and we live our lives the way we want to be treated. So that's what we do it. So, and yeah, but
0: You made an interesting point. You made a super, not interesting point, but a very important point. And it's actually why this podcast exists, right? Mm -hmm. Unbeknownst to me, because I didn't set out to... This podcast didn't start with what is happening now and what has kind of propelled it into, into a certain limelight out there in the interwebs of it all. But it's because people like me, people like you, didn't have a voice. I started my food journey, my culinary journey, because I wasn't represented on food TV. I wasn't there. There wasn't uh, back in like you know the early two thousands. There were no Latino people on on Food Network or any, and no shade, but that's it wasn't it. It wasn't it. And yeah. there were especially no gay people. So, and then gay Latinos. And so, seeing, think about the impact. Think about and your sister's very right about checking all these boxes, but think about the impact and now the responsibility of who you are and what you have shown and what you stand for as a whole and how it came through the television is so stunning and so stunningly beautiful. So much so, someone wanted to, you know, leave, leave for you.
1: And that tells you, and I said it again, and I'm going to say forever until I die, that tells you the caliber of of, of people that... I am blessed now to call my sisters and brothers. Um, Jamie is a beautiful soul. I don't think there is a soul like Jamie out there. Um, Because Jamie and I were so similar in the sense that we have ADHD. We have all the Ds known to (laughs) mankind. Especially me. Uh, And then she used to like, when when she'd touch a point, says, I could barely speak to you and look at me now. I had my second chance. She deserves a second chance. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I wanted to pack my knives with grace. And that's what um, Top Chef taught me, that I am a great chef. And my journey is not even like my journey be gone when I pack my knives. Because now I'm talking to you. Now I have, you know, a, a a beautiful message to throw out there. You know, it's okay to be gay. It's beautiful thing. It's okay to be Mexican. Um, You know, you're not going to the Catholic guilt, the shame. No, you're not going to go to hell. It's one of those things that it's okay to be yourself. And, and I did it in a way that what you see is what you get. You know, I have no filter. My mouth has had me in many, many troubles in the past and the future Because I'm not, the world is collapsing in front of us. Look at 2020. I mean, people dying out of the flu. And now you need to tell it. You need to put it out there. You need to tell it to the universe. This is who I am. And, I mean, always with respect because there's people that don't agree and that's okay. You know, en su su salud lo hallarán, señor.
0: Uh, amen, uh, amen, and I, this is also why I was so excited to talk to you because I feel like you and I are very, very similar in that, in that way. We're loud, we're proud. Whatever falls out of our mouths falls out of our mouths, and sometimes it will get us in trouble. Yes, f- for sure. But like leading with grace, leading with uh, respect and responsibility. And you know, I think it's really beautiful that you said the journey begun when you packed your knives, because now, now you've been given the platform to carry the message forward. Yeah. Now you've been, been like, knighted, you know, to... And
1: and I was blessed, uh, you know, to meet all the uh, all-stars and Padma, Tom, and Gail. I mean, they will always be in my heart, but now it's up to me what I'm going to do with that. So my life, Chef Maria Maison started when I packed my knives with Grace, I left, and now I'm talking to people like you, you know, that, that... that, yeah, it's about food and it's about fun, but it's also about message and responsibility, that, that we need to do it the right way. We need to do it with respect and, and grace. And, I mean, and do it, do it right. Do it so right. It, and now, it's funny because you're a Mexican, uh, you know, you don't see a lot of Mexican uh, gay people out there because in Latino culture, it's very hard to come out. And, and it's very hard to come out. Um, and to me, it's funny because I thought in a, not in a million years that I was going to come out. I always thought that I was going to live in the closet because that's what I was told. That's what I was. I didn't want to hurt people. I didn't want to, you know. And then when I met Lily, I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> <Hold my laughs> beard, I'm going to go come out. And, uh, yeah, I was married to a guy before, which I, I adore my ex-husband, and he's the father of my child. Um, but our, our, our journey, I believe that everything happens for a reason. So that was my journey with him. We created a beautiful human being that's our son. And now I have Lily, and Renee has two beautiful mothers and a kick-ass father. And he's a family. He has three parents
0: that's that's incredible but let's continue down that road because we always eventually get there and it's important to hear because you know um you just said it it's about message and it's about it's about getting it out there and it's about respect and you know and our stories matter right because we never know who's listening so what was coming out like for you
1: it was hard i mean not going to lie to you but being obviously being married to to a guy um coming from a very small city that is Navajo, Sonora, um, very Catholic, very social, you know, el que dirán-driven. And um, I had to do it. I had to do it for, to be true to myself and be happy. So I did it. It was a uh, rocky road. And I believe that is always going to be not i don't want to say rocky but it's just it's going to be different in a good way it's going to take time um with my i love my dad my dad is super religious my dad loves lily and my mom is going to you know take time but the most beautiful relationship i got of coming out is the closeness with my siblings um the 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 trio of uh the the two girls and a boy that makes My brother and my sister, us together, it's beautiful. So we never been this close. Um, We had our ups and downs, like any other family, but now it's. I mean, my god, my sister is one of my biggest fans, and and we already patch our you know our problems, and we just go ahead. And my, do you think?
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you think that it's because there was a switch flipped? There was like a more genuine honest you being presented forward that I'm, kind of that I, kind I, of attached this and, and made you closer
1: probably but I'm never going to forget um, those words that my sister said a couple years ago probably five six years ago I've been out in about four, eleven. 11 she said to me you look happy and I'm like yeah, you, you, your your skin, your your demeanor, everything about you, your aura looks happy. And I'm like, yeah, I said, because I have nothing to hide. Like, it's because I go to bed with the person I'm supposed to be um, with. I am raising a son with teaching him about every single path of life. Because I'm teaching a son that it's okay to be gay. And it's okay to be gay, successful, Mexican, whatever. It's okay, it's okay to be straight with two gay moms. It's okay, it's okay to be, uh, you know, the, the, now the, the new generation, I get lost with the LGBTQ, I get lost because I barely speak English, but I am teaching my son that it's okay. As long as you don't kill, you don't steal, it's okay. At the end of the day, Whatever your path is, it's going to be okay. So I told my sister, without getting all emotional, I told my sister that's why you see me happy. Yeah. You can see it's okay. So yeah. It had cost me a lot of tears, like everything, and and you know second guessing yourself. I mean, tú eres puertorriqueño, I'm mexicana. We travel with the same flag, honey.
0: Yeah. Right, and the same Catholic guilt, girl. The same. Oh, you too. I haven't been to church in years, and still mi-jito. that Catholic. El mijito. That, yeah, that Catholic guilt. Ooh, it'll get you, and <laughs> and it's a and it's a good weapon sometimes on the on the people that don't know.
1: <laughs> You're evil can but yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, and and it's funny because. You have a you have a platform um to keep it fun, you know, to talk about food, to come you know, now that you have me as a gay chef, but to talk about everything's going on and always tied to food. Food is one of those common grounds that every human being is going to have. I mean shit. I mean shoot. Um no, you uh, can curse here if you want. Oh okay, cool. Um wars can be solved over food. I mean a lot of things can be solved in a good dinner with a nice bottle of wine and break bread. You can solve things. And that's the beauty of me as a chef, the message. I have the power to bring people together. Um, I always imagine, you know, like families or whatever, they haven't seen each other in a while. And then come to my restaurant and I am the common ground of them getting together and they're always going to remember my restaurant, my food as that time when they were together. So yeah,
0: that moment, yeah. right? And I always say it once we see food beyond its sustainability purpose, right? To sustain yeah. us, there's a bigger, there's a bigger center around food, right? There is a bigger, once again, right? Just putting this together maybe for the first time that like i said this this food journey of mine especially with this podcast started very very differently and this wasn't the goal this is what it grew into this is i'm so happy that this is where i am with it now but it was centered around food and then the community came together around me yep. you came around me everybody comes and they're like yeah this this mm-hmm. because we we are doing amazing things in this space, but there isn't a platform for us to to speak about it. To to there isn't a place that we are given a voice, you know. Yeah,
1: and it's and it's uh, as Latinos, no, as Mexicanos, Puerto Ricanos, Latinos, all uh, walks of life. But yeah, we don't we don't have a voice. And it's funny because if you look at a regular menu on a restaurant, there's always a Mexican something in there. There's always a latino something in there. But we don't have a voice, you know. Yeah, and, and but you know
0: what but you know what? It's because we're the ones cooking your food in the back.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: There is always We went to Pride brunch. What came out? What came out? Something like random came out to the table and I was like, "Oh, it's because there's that one latino in the back that makes this really really good and they were like, "Put it on the menu." And it's, it's going to be random.
1: Es el sazón. That's that, that it. I, I believe that that um, I always talk about. Oh, can you share your recipes? Which I am in, you know, cross my fingers. I'm in the in the works of um, getting my my cooking book. But I said I always say I can write all the recipes known to mankind, pero les falta la manita, like that hand, like yeah, yes, yeah, an extra tablespoon, but our extra bling. That was makes like yeah, the heart like hug you with yeah, and
0: that's why if you're angry, your cooking's yeah. different. If you're sad, your cooking's different. If you're happy, you're the cooking.
1: The, ooh, y la música, like there is not a single Latino out there that cooks without music.
0: That's right. That, that is right. It's well, tight. this is. This has been music to my ears, and we, I feel like we could talk for hours and hours and hours, but we don't have hours. But I think you're going to be really, really fantastic when I take you out to my favorite part of the pod and the audience's favorite part of the pod. I hope you're ready, Maria. I'm ready. For a little something we like to call. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Give it to new. me. Honey, you ain't ready, girl. Smell mm-hmm. the tea. New update: oh, Wing Stop announces new chicken thigh restaurant, Thigh Stop. Have you heard about that? No.
1: No, gracias.
0: So apparently there's a wing shortage. You know how every summer, right? Yes. And, yes. Or, there's, we always are talking about shortages. About everything. Everything's always running out. We talked about last Food News Update. There's a ketchup shortage. Well, apparently now there's a wing shortage. So wing stop is pivoting to thigh stop and just going to start serving you chicken thighs. Okay. Whatever floats <laughs> the boat. All though. All pats. You don't like chicken thighs? What's wrong with chicken thighs? Yeah,
1: it's a lot in your mouth. Hey, pero que eso? No. No, Lisa, it's not... Well, what do you mean it's a lot in your mouth? Listen, I got a good mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you, that might be a problem. Well, not, not, neither for me, but in one's health. No, it's not my cup of tea. That's no? It.
0: You're not well, a dark meat kind of gal?
1: <laughs> depends. Depends uh, who's cooking. But if the, th- the thighs are grilled, I'll do it.
0: Not fried thighs.
1: No, not fried. Thighs. Grilled
0: thighs. Yes. Hairy thighs. Nope. These thighs. Yes. <laughs> she at
1: my wife's thighs,
0: excellent thighs. Hey, there we go. Thigh stop. Those are the only. Those are the only thighs. Thigh stops will not be able to get her.
1: No, fire, <laughs> <higher> fire thighs. No. <laughs>
0: I told you you'd This was going to be a good segment. <laughs> can I have two
1: thighs, please? No, no. Like
0: just like, can I have a bucket of thighs? Yeah. Can you don't make a... arroz con pollo with like thighs and drums.
1: No, no, no. Arroz con pero arroz con pollo is otra cosa. You know, el arrocito, el pollito, the thigh with the buffalo.
0: No. No, you're not a buffalo. Fan either
1: I am, we are, we are uh, wing connoisseurs here. Hello, I got eliminated on the wing with my wing plate, but um, Listen,
0: I wasn't going to go down that road, to, you know, pour salt yeah. in the wound. You
1: no, know, the salt has been, the wound has been closed. Okay, um, uh, I just don't sweat it anymore. People is like, oh, the, and I'm like, and it happened.
0: So you know what? Maybe maybe this is a message from God, right? That uh, instead of wings, you should start doing thighs. Okay, I'm gonna do my next <laughs> special. It my doesn't. It doesn't seem that Maria is here for this. I'm pretty indifferent because I, lo- I love. I love good thigh. Period.
1: Are you a thigh guy? Like, mm, like yes. I. I'm.
0: More, I, I am more than a thigh guy, and we're just gonna leave it at <laughs> that.
1: Depends what's attached to the thigh.
0: Hello. Cook breaks into bank, steals one soda in biggest heist ever. This man broke into a bank, and all he stole was some pocket change and a soda. Yeah. She's
1: just <laughs> bored, I guess. I mean, wait a minute. There's a, oh,
0: this is what I love about food news, because there's the craziest, like, random food news there. Why are you going to go through all the effort of breaking into a bank to steal yeah. a soda and some pocket change? And let me tell you, he climbed some scaffolding, fell through a roof climbed down some other scaffolding and broke into the bank. So it wasn't, like, easy just for a soda and some pocket change.
1: I think he knocked, he hit his head somehow, somewhere, and he forgot that he was, whatever he was doing. But I think the soda is the message. I think the owner of the soda was related to him somehow. Well. What is the message?
0: we don't we don't have a we don't have a brand in this report from the com. thank you to do the takeout but um yeah so we don't know unless it it was like a sponsor you you're thinking it was like some sort of yeah. publicity stunt for yeah. like yeah. what some soda brand out there
1: yeah maybe see it's worth breaking in
0: So some man is going to get like 8 yeah. to 10 years in jail just for <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why do this me i hate people no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe,
0: or maybe, or maybe. Do we go like down a deep, dark road of like socio-economic wealth and and you know the homeless situation, and you know, was this man so desperate that this is just what he needed?
1: Maybe that's what he needed. Maybe that his life was so fulfilled and it had a little hole that he needed a pocket change and a. Cell. From or a bank. or
0: not enough fulfilled, maybe he was just on the outs, you know we'll
1: never
0: know we won't never know we won't ever know, but I hope he's okay, and y'all in your mouth listeners, if you're gonna break into a bank which we don't recommend either one of us, right we don't support thievery here on the podcast, but if you're going to do this on your own accord, please, please make it worth it for the jail time. do it right, yeah, do it right, you know. <laughs> And last but not least, this plant-based food brand is giving away free vegetable tattoos. You're, you're a woman with tattoos, so I, I figured this would be right up your alley. There is a brand out there, right? They're a plant-based food company called Tattoo Chef, and they are offering the ultimate reminder, a chance to get veggies permanently inked on your body. This contest will run from July 8th to July 11th. And if you're in New York or L.A., you can enter. And if you win, you choose, um, you know, it has to be a vegetable tattoo. You can't uh, pivot. And they'll give it to you for free from some, like, really, like, well-noted tattoo artist.
1: I only, actually, all my tattoos are from the same tattoo artist. I won't mind a veggie in my body. Um, but it, it, it's not going to be a veggie. It can be like an herb or a chili. I was, I can do a, well. A, a
0: chili, chili is a veggie. You can get a pepper.
1: A yeah. uh, uh, chiles or a pasote or cilantro, some sort of. But
0: I, I think that would fall under. I, I think that would be allowed because it's greens, plants. You know.
1: See, I have a cherry here.
0: I'm definitely going to enter and I think I would want like a watermelon radish, like a dancing watermelon
1: radish. There you go, that's interesting Just because they're so
0: colorful I think it would be a pretty tattoo
1: Do you have any tattoos?
0: Yes, I have a drunk tattoo of a heart that's upside down, it looks like Wu-Tang clan on my wrist because I was drunk, don't get don't get a drunk tattoo out there. It's a bad idea. Okay. And then I have actually a heart on the front of my thigh that I can't show you right now because I'm sitting in a corner. Okay. And uh, the so heart.
1: See, you wear your heart on your thigh.
0: On my thigh, on my wrist, on my shoulder, on my sleeve. You know, there's there's something about it that just resonates. You know, and with all the love, I actually think that's the perfect way to end food news update. Yes. Was that was that life changing? Is this gonna be like
1: I can now I can continue with my life.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. (laughs)
0: Continuing for forging on with the message and a little bit of food news in your heart. You see what I did there? Oh yes. So you said listen. I want to go back to something you said about, you know, your journey starting when, when you packed your knives, right? Because, yeah, I, I see that. But I want to go to the beginning of the journey. Where did the love of food and cooking come from?
1: I, um, actually, it was funny because uh, I was going to college here in Tucson. And my brother, we're ten eight years apart, ten years apart, um, came and lived with me. My parents still live in Mexico. And he we, the three of us were born here. And I'm like, well, just send him over so he can do high school here and, you know, perfect his English. And that's how it started, like, being, me being the older sister, mommy type of thing, started cooking and cooking. And then uh, when my grandma died, which kind of, like, flipped my life, um, I was, my grandma was my soulmate. Um, I started kind of, like, didn't want to continue with school and and I went and applied for a job in a Mexican restaurant. And then it was an American Mexican, you know, the chimichangas and all that. And I was like, oh, this is not Mexican. Now, whatever, you know, that's your Mexico. This is my Mexico. And I let it be, you know, I'm one of the Beatles. Let it be, let it go, whatever. Um, and that's how I started. I, I suggested something to, to the owner and I started cooking and one thing led to another and then I opened my catering company and I was doing tacos and I do a specials. And I realized that I was happy in the kitchen. I realized that I was screaming who I was through a pot of food, uh, you know, lo que sea, no arroz or chicken steak, whatever I was making, I was making it with love. Like I felt complete when I was in the kitchen. And I fell in love with it. It's it's one of the biggest, most beautiful mistakes of my life. And um, I'm a chef by mistake. And so far, it's been a hell of a mistake.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Listen, we talk a lot here on the podcast about, like, the masculine-dominated, hyper-masculine, toxic kitchen culture of... Of the food world, right? Because it is a, it is a male dominated world, right? It is a hyper masculine sort of, not sort of, but it is a hyper masculine driven world here. And you've done interviews, right? Saying that the way you came up through the kitchen is is really unconventional, right? Because you you always did it for yourself, right? So I'm wondering if a you've ever experienced that, b. Was that was that experience like kind of kind of brought to light a little like perhaps on the show by because even I went back into the restaurant serving at a restaurant after um, the pandemic and I was like how is this still a thing and how is this still being taught to the younger generation that this like nastiness behind the line still exists you know and three part question here and. If this is something you're aware of, what are you doing or how are you working to like kind of foster change in this area?
1: I never experienced it myself because like you said, it's it's I've always been my own boss. I've no never worked under anybody and or for somebody in the kitchen. Um, what I try in my kitchen, speaking from my perspective, I try to to create a, a um uh, A safe environment, a happy environment. We do have um, uh, dark humor, but it's one of those things that you know. Oh yeah, I'm dead inside. I'm a cook. I'm you know no soul. Ha ha ha. But that's about it. I do. I I've known for you know that this is going on. Hopefully, it's up to us to change it, and it's up to us little by little, and, and in fact. The goodness of the uh, and the industry. I believe the industry is one of the most beautiful industries out there. We get to create, we get to elaborate, we get to entertain, we get to do a lot of things within the hour. We're we're fast actors. We're theater actors. We get to you know. So it's up to us. Um, I believe it's up to us to 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 break the cycle and start you know promoting. That, you know, no tolerance for anything. Um, do a little bit of seminars. I personally at the restaurant have seminars for everything, from discrimination to whatever. You know, I, I do it not to cover the basics. I do it because it's the right thing to do. And sometimes, I mean, you cannot teach an old dog new tricks, In and we need to get rid of that. So if yeah. I'm a woman in power because... I own the place i I get rid of it. I get rid of cancers, and I just did, which he was a great employee, but he was cancer, so i don 't need that vibe um, yeah, I neg- a negativity that you know, so I just remove it
0: and yeah, for sure um there's a lot of uh trauma involved just we've heard a lot of stories on this podcast and whatnot so I, I always tend to ask because i love to be not only having the conversation but fostering the change helping foster the change you know from my seat here mm-hmm. as well what's next what's next on the journey
1: oh well like i said um i'm on, i'm writing my own book my recipe book um, I'm going to be in New York. I'm gonna be in New York the nineteenth of September.
0: We're, we're we're gonna have a moment
1: then. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, I'm having dinner. I'm just doing dinners. I'm gonna have d- dinner in New York. I'm going to Santa Fe. I'm going to San Diego. Just little heres pop ups here and there. Um, but what's next? I don't know, and I'm ready for it. That's the beauty of it. Um, we're taking a family vacation in a couple of days. Uh, we need to recharge as a family altogether. Um, and, um, my son starts seventh grade. I cannot believe it. And, uh, Lily, my wife, she is going to be the lead of the next firefighting class 2022. She is the third female in a hundred and some years that's going to lead a class. So I'm going to be a wife and I'm going to be the supporting wife and I'm going to have packed lunches for her to take to the academy. So I do it all. I'm a wife, I'm a chef, I'm a mom. And I love it, man. I love it.
0: I love it. Before we close out, what's the key to success?
1: The key to success. Be a little bit afraid all the time because when you're a little bit afraid, you keep doing it. You keep doing it. You keep craving it. Um, Don't settle. Don't ever settle. Um, And don't be content because when you're content, you settle. Always tener ese miedito, that little scare um, inside of your your belly and your heart. It's great because you're never at ease. You never, nunca estás tranquilo o tranquila. You always want more. So that is to me the key of success.
0: You just gave me all the warm and fuzzies and...
1: I'm going to (laughs) cry.
0: Oh my God. Listen, I love you, and this isn't the end of us. Um, I can't thank you enough for giving me a little piece of your very, very busy schedule and coming on my Big Gay Food podcast. This has been so great. Can you tell the kids out there where to find you, how to find you, what to eat, all the things? Give them all the socials. I
1: just want to say thank you because I've never, this is my, you're my first uh, uh, gay celebrating life and food and, and, and if we have to put a title, yes, we are gay, whatever. But we are two beautiful human beings trying to make a change through food. Um, people can find me in Tucson, Arizona, 533 North 4th Avenue. I'm in the historic 4th Avenue of Tucson. I will invite you openly to come to Tucson, not in July or August because you will melt. Um, October, maybe? September, October? I would love to show you my Tucson my Mexico and the United States. So thank you very much. It's an honor, and you are, you are something else, my friend. You are something else.
0: Thank you, thank you. What's the Instagram handle if they want to follow? The Twitter handle.
1: Mine is uh, at Chef Mariajo or Chef Maria Joe, <laughs> uh, and uh, or Boca Tacos and both and everything. Boca Tacos or Chef Mariajo. Um, that's how you find me.
0: Yes, yes. Or you could just, you know what, if you haven't started watching this this season of Top Chef, hello, why aren't you tuning in, people? Oh, my God, thank you once again to Chef Maria Maison. This has been yet another special episode. Hopefully, y'all had a good 4th of July out there. Hopefully, y'all are in air conditioning and living your best life safely, vaccinated, you know, just like... Just out there in the streets, taking care of each other, and with that, all I gotta say, as always, besides go down, swipe down, and rate and review this podcast, is thank you for listening to In Yo Man.